0: What do you want to da da da? What do y'all want to da da da? I have not a da with da da da. We could switch to progress da da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to progress and sa. Mkha. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah? Let's switch to progressor da da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah! Now we know it. we're gonna da, da da These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote da, da at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty the insurance company and affiliates. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Is that Shakespeare?
0: Nope, it's Geico. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money.
1: Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare.
0: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: This is Not Your Token Black Girl, a space for black women and their allies to rest their crowns, laugh uncontrollably, feel supported, and more. It's like Sunday brunch convo with the girls in a quick 20-ish minutes. Now... Let's get started with your hosts, Allie J. and Crystal Lowe. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're celebrating the kickoff of Black History Month.
1: I can't believe January's over. Girl.
2: It went by so fast.
1: It went by so quick. And I feel like I didn't, I didn't do that much. We didn't turn up. I guess you can't really do much anyway, still. I know. I feel like last year we kept saying, Oh, I can't wait till next year. <laughs> so we can just live our lives right. again.
2: I can't wait till like 2022. I think we're going to come back in 2022.
1: Oh, I ain't even going to put no numbers on it at this point.
2: I know. Cause there's new variants and strains. and
1: Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, I'm so irritated about it.
2: I don't, like, I don't know. There's like a UK strain, a South African strain. Girl. Um and they're like, oh, the vaccine is 70% effective on this strain, but 90% on
1: this strain. They playing.
2: And did you know that the vaccine wears off after a year?
1: It's they not know, like, for life. So short, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, this we'll is our Noah's Ark.
2: Like, maybe this is God's way of, like, I don't know. Taking up us house. by
1: twozy twozies. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> I, I said it to Noah.
2: Urge kids, right? You know what I'm saying. The
1: animals came on the arc two by two. Oh
2: there my god! You know.
1: Sunday school. I just don't. I'm like, so I did see that there that the virus is mutating. So there's all these new strains that you don't even know if you have, and they haven't even decided, like, oh, what is this strain different, or what strain do you have? It's and crazy. then they have this little vaccine. And there's also issues with the vaccine and them saying like, is this good for people that haven't had kids? Is this good for men? Is this good for pregnant ladies? Like I know. all that too. And then it's like, okay. And you also are going to have to get this every single year.
2: People are going to get it every single year. Just like people, like I didn't start regularly getting the flu shot until I got pregnant the first time. Yeah. Like I was like, it's fine. I'm young. And yeah. I didn't grow up getting the flu shot. It wasn't until mm-hmm. my OB was like, hey, you need to get the flu shot. And so now I get it, but
1: Are you I don't know, maybe.
2: I feel like I want to. I yeah. feel like at first I was like, oh, hell no. They're just trying to experiment on black people again. I'm not doing it. Yeah. But I feel like enough black and brown people have gotten it that I feel comfortable. But that was my first Thought, Oh, hell no. These white people, mm -mm." because, you know, the first lady that got it, she was either black or Hispanic. And I was like, this is propaganda. They're trying to show like, oh, look, a black or brown person is getting it. So it's safe. Yeah. And, you know, we had that black surgeon general and he's crazy but I was like, "Mm," it just brought back kind of historical trauma. Like, are they testing this out on black and brown bodies? So that's why I was Mm -hmm. anti this vaccine at first. But I feel like I've seen enough black and brown people get the vaccine at various levels. Like I know people personally who have gotten the vaccine and they're healthy, they're fine, but they just got it like two weeks ago. So I'm like, what are the long-term effects? There weren't enough Mm -hmm. black and brown people in the trials to really know if it will impact us differently and the trials haven't been around long enough to say okay hey this is going to protect you but it's going to shrivel up your womb in five years so like it's stuff like that that I'm a little nervous about but with me and Mike being like okay hey we don't really want to have any more kids
1: and y'all have had it again y'all have had we've had
2: it so that's why I'm like I feel a little bit more comfortable saying okay I'll get it when I'm going to get it TBD, but I mean, I'm not on the list. I think I'm like at oh, the bottom. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I mean, so. I still am. I'm, I'm a suspect. I can't <laughs> like, I just can't get with it yet. Yeah, I'm not completely sold, Yeah, um, but I also am not one that gets the flu shot. Cause I don't most people that I know because they're creating these vaccines by putting the virus in you mm-hmm. essentially to make the antibodies. Right. So like my experience from people that have gotten the the Rona shot, they're getting sick, girl. They're like, "Ooh, then first couple days, I feel so sick."
2: Really? Now yeah. I have heard that. I have it's heard that. Same with
1: the flu shot, though. Yeah. My friends that get the flu shot, most of the time they're like, the first day or so, I feel like I have the flu. And see, like, I I'm-
2: don't. You know, people react to it differently. That's so weird. Because I know someone um, who got who got the vaccine earlier this week. She's like. I do not even know the lady had pricked me and I feel completely fine. Um but
1: right, so I react differently. So, so weird, different, but you know, it'll be interesting to see. <coughs> excuse me, especially with those little variants or whatever. Don't die. You got the rona? I know. I still like this. <laughs> I got a little itch. Oh Lord. Well, like, at ooh. least one
2: positive thing is
1: it's black history month yeah yeah yeah. Hey. yeah i'm hype about black history month for we get sure
2: one little stank month in the shade of it all we get the shortest month Girl. black history should be taught year-round
1: it should remember when we were talking to our friends about like what they learned about black history in the in some of our beginning episodes We talked it is
2: literally slavery friends. civil rights barack obama
1: yeah And they were like, we didn't learn nothing until we got to college. We didn't learn the real stuff. And that's just what it is.
2: It's it's a mess. But, you know, we've come so far. I mean, I don't know if you want to educate our listeners or if you want me to just kind of dive into, you know, the little research that we've done. Um, But I'm amazed at how little so many people actually know. Like, it actually started as Negro History Week. Um, Mm -hmm. um, from a historian named Carter G. Woodson um, and other African-American or prominent African-Americans. And it was only since 1976 um, that every U.S. president has officially designated the month of February as Black History Month, um, Mm -hmm. which I'm glad we kept it going under Trump's crazy
1: ass, but yeah. And then Um, 1976 was when President Ford turned it to Black History Month. Yes. that a negro history week yes yeah that's okay. a mess that i mean an entire mess but and then from then on everybody designated it to be february's black history month yeah um and so the theme which did you know there was a theme i didn't know there were
2: themes every year I was just like, hey, bust out my kente cloth and,
1: like, girl, any African print I can find. Girl, I wear every shirt that says black, black, blackity black all <laughs> month long. Just to <laughs> let people know this is the time.
2: Right? You know what? Um, this year, you can get some really cute t-shirts. So, I don't know if you saw. this is I sh- We did this shoot with these t-shirts months ago, but there's a mm-hmm. brand called mess in a mm-hmm. bottle It's black. owned. I think she's out of Baltimore, but she's now in target yeah, and she's girl. the one with their shirts. Like this was created by a black woman or, um, I'm rooting for everybody. Black she, um, what's another one? Like queen, don't be afraid to live, lead like a King. She's a lot of really cool stuff. So,
1: yeah, you know, um, I mean, I've been following mess in a bottle for a really long time. Cause I was actually introduced to it. Cause my friend used to do a thing for South by Southwest and she was a part of it one year when she was just now started or maybe actually no she could it was last year and she couldn't come down and sh- and do it because South by Southwest got canceled but that's okay. when I first remembered her like kind of blowing up it became like a bigger thing yeah and then when I seen her in Target which you know I lives in Target
2: you too girl me too um
1: I was like let me just get everything
2: Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so if I'm you need hyped. Black History swag, definitely check out Mess in a Bottle.
1: And Target also has some other brands that are doing, like, Black History merch. Um, yeah. But and our I like Target sell out.
2: Oh, ours do, too, in Dallas. Because yeah. now it's branded. Like, this is Black-owned.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
2: I really, really like.
1: Um, no, I like that, that idea, too. I think that's good. So then, you know, I definitely. A theme.
2: You know, we love a good oh, theme.
1: the theme. Yeah. What's the theme this year? Black family representation, identity, and diversity. I I love
2: it. I love (laughs) it. The diversity piece, we Black. So what is that about? Like, what are we exploring?
1: I mean, I think about it as, you know, this, the past year and even beyond, right? Like digging and really kind of empowering the Black family unit has been conversation you know that a lot of people are having and that needs to be had and I think now more than ever black unity I know we keep saying like black renaissance or whatever um, but just black togetherness it starts with family so I think that's probably the reason for the theme I know there's a note that I probably could have read exactly what it was but no, 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 that's good. I just wanted to give my take on what, when I see that the theme is Black family, I'm like, yes, Black family, because that's where it starts, okay? That is where it starts. <laughs> it's
2: like- I mean, do you think with everything going on in America, that, and really around the world, I think this is a time for Black people, it's kind of like our time to rise up. We see it more often since we're in America, but I'm seeing it in the UK and just across the globe, obviously within SARS, even in a Black country black people who were being oppressed or are rising up there as well like do you think as a culture we still recognize family as being the foundation or have we strayed away from that
1: I feel like you know my family we've really worked towards like family is the foundation right like we're really close knit like we try to empower each other um within our like close family units, right? Yeah. But in America in general, I think that the black family unit, like there has been a conscious effort to dismantle what that looks like and what that is. Mm-hmm. Um it, you know, whether that be through the media's portrayal, the the way that black fathers have been kind of taken away from homes, like there's been this effort to deconstruct black families, right? Yeah. And so and not that as black people we play into that but there is a part of us that now has followed that trend and it it has affected the way that the family structures are yeah um so i think with this theme and like this should be an ongoing thing with with black with the black community hey like having a solid black family is powerful yeah. you know like i mean and everybody has their own like Okay, they there's interracial, whatever, we get it. But at the core of everything, like let's not keep creating a whole bunch of baby mamas with no intentions of marrying this woman that you're with or yeah. let's stop doing this thing where we're like not working towards relationships and we're just like wanting to smash. And like what, you know, like, yeah. I think that when I think of black family, I think of all the things all the different dynamics that are happening um, and the way that over the years, things have been like dismantled.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think like I would consider us very modern women. We're very Mm open-minded and different things like that. Um, But sometimes in our quest for modernization or to be seen as politically correct or woke or hip, we start getting away from the basics and if we look back over our history especially as black people what has sustained us through all of the trauma and bs this globe has thrown at us is that nuclear family um Mm -hmm. and just the importance of building solid relationships with your bloodline um and so i think your point is spectacular you can't we shouldn't keep building subsets of families, right? Where you have one father, but five different families. Like, obviously that's an extreme case, but, you know, it just perpetuates a lack of foundation sometimes in in certain situations because there is no nuclear, there's no head or you have a moving head, right? Like Mike and I are very non-traditional when it comes to this, like he's not the head of our household, together we co-lead this household, yeah, But if he spent half of his time here, half of his time somewhere else, like, how can you really build solid ground? You know what I'm saying? You and Alex yeah. co-lead your, or you, sorry, you and Alex, you and Albert co-lead your family together, um, which makes you a stronger family unit.
1: Yeah. You know? But even to that, right, with like co-leadership or whatever, I think that that's also And we may have just, we may have different opinions on this. I think like me and Albert have talked about this a lot as well, but like, I think that a part of this, like push to empower or to kind of, what is, I'm looking for the word Well, empower black women. Right. Mm -hmm. But then not necessarily pushing down the black man, but Mm -hmm. almost. It's like when you take the black woman and you're like, we'll just empower her. So she feels like she doesn't need this black man. Mm-hmm. There's like that dynamic also came from, it's, it's historically rooted in the way slavery was done too, right? Oh, hundred like, percent
2: agree. Yeah. to
1: Separate and create and and create dis, disjoining, jointedness, right? Yeah.
2: A hundred percent.
1: So I think that there's something to be said for that with like, you know, I think, we're both leaders in, in our rightful leaders, right? Like we're both business owners and like doing our own thing, high earners, whatever. Right. Yeah. And we also have husbands that are high earners, blah, blah, like do very well, yeah, whatever. And, and very sh- boisterous and strong. Um. So I think the co-lead thing is great, but I do in my household, I do allow my husband to kind of lead the charge on everything. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I do have that part of me that empowers him to be the full leader of my house. Yeah. And you know, that's just, but I think we're in a day and age where women are like, no, I, I got this. Like I'm yeah. So it, I think it's in different. the beauty of it, is, of it is, but it is rooted in together
2: scene. and you've made that yeah, decision yeah. together. So yeah, I think there's yeah. beauty in that too. At least the family is together. Like I think that's what's most important whether you co-lead like me and Mike or you take a more traditional route like you and Albert, I don't think one is right or wrong or it's a difference of opinion. It's what works best for your family unit. But at the end of the day, however you lead, you're building a strong foundation for your family. And that's yeah. what ultimately is important. And your children can see that and hopefully they replicate that. And I think that's how we help get like this disjointedness back to cohesiveness you know what
1: I'm saying no for sure because it's like even down to like dating right like it makes it it just changes that dynamic it makes it tough and I think
2: Bridgerton can change the dating culture have you watched it (laughs) girl I'd be telling Mike I got me a fan he like tried to kiss me I was like kind sir like (laughs) (laughs) he's like kind girl bye I was like you need a chaperone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love Bridgerton.
2: Oh my God. I could
1: not get with it in the beginning.
2: Girl, I was with it from the start.
1: I couldn't. I, I just want a didn't, black female lead though. I think, I hate to say that that was the reason, but that was the reason. I didn't get that dynamic, right? I was like, why? Why? Like, and it's a Shonda, Shonda Rhymes like mm-hmm. thing. So I'm like, why is that always the thing, right? But, but then I realized that it. she tries to like, take, to, like, take the race piece out of it a little bit but so that you have to doesn't. identify with the characters in a different way. But That's then what she
2: doesn't, because then here she comes talking about how she wanted to show Black people's role in high society in Europe at the time. So it's like, we can't have this Brandy Cinderella moment where you have, like, a Black Cinderella and Asian mama and a white daddy. While you're still trying to show that Black people were relevant in high society during this time. Like, that's the part that confuses me sometimes about her writing. Yeah. Like, you want me to take it at face value and not see the color while you're also trying to tell the story of colored people during the time. Like, it's confusing.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I ended up watching Bridgerton and I really liked it, but I, I will say that in the beginning, I was like, why they got this little white girl? Like we couldn't get nobody else. I mean, she's cute, but like, it's just another situation. It was, but also he was like he was a major fuck boy so there's that
2: too i didn't even know they had fuck boys in 1800
1: girl that's what they was like Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. he said it's, it's because i regard you exactly started with that him. i can't
1: marry you i said ain't mm-hmm. that some classy shit but that's a family <laughs> thing too think of that like the family dynamic in that yeah like with but see dad. i don't like that
2: how whoa mm-hmm. oh, well that yeah but i didn't like how I don't know
1: but i guess it was an
2: accurate portrayal of the time like why is my brother brokering who's gonna own my coochie for the rest of my life like that's what i'm saying girl, girl Methinks not that
1: first guy he was trying to get her with ew girl, that ain't it not that at all not anyways but, yeah. black history okay, sorry black history there we go <laughs> <laughs> we went to a whole thing about, but it's it still connected because it's we were talking about the family structure yeah
2: as well in um,
1: how do you feel about like what should be taught like black history education k through 12 like like should it be taught from the beginning and like how in depth should it be like what do you think
2: absolutely it should be taught from the beginning because we are where civilization began like mm-hmm. science backs that up white historians don't want to back it up like even like it should be taught from the beginning and our beginning is not slavery no. our beginning actually starts with adam and eve they were black like
1: yeah because my jesus is um, he got cornrows okay. and
2: wool like if you look at israelites they're not necessarily black but they are brown people And Africans played a big part in everything biblical. So if you're gonna tell not just black history, the history of civilization in the world and science and math and astrology, everything is tied to the roles people played in history and black people have been here from the beginning. So therefore you cannot limit, you don't limit white people's history from colonization like yeah. you don't start it at calling y'all go all the way back to the dark ages and all black people existed back then and like so exactly <laughs> like while the germans were out here worshiping trees and living in cages black africans had the pyramids and were living in golden temples so like i feel yes, like the way black history is taught is almost propaganda it's almost setting our young American students up to think about black people in a very compartmentalized way. Like, oh, you were slaves. No, let's talk about how we became slaves. And miss me with this indentured servitude piece. We had a rich African history and we were making major impacts for global civilization before y'all put us on this boat. We existed before. And then you can talk about how we existed throughout those 200 years here, 300, 400 years, whatever here. And then continue telling the story about how we fought to get our rights. But Black history also doesn't end because we got a Black president. Like, we are still living it day in and day out. And I think that's also, like, you can look at it at how they're framing the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not this quote-unquote movement that just popped up with some young queer Black people, you know, in the 2000s. This is an extension of the civil rights movement, which is an extension of the work that Harriet Tubman was doing, which was an extension of, like, it's all tied together, but they want to compartmentalize it to diminish the role that Black people have played in global civilization. Yeah. I know that was really deep, but I'm a historical nerd, and it grinds my gears.
1: (laughs) I mean, we went all the way back to...
2: (laughs) (laughs) the beginning of
1: time. (laughs) We need to understand, but like, no, but that is important. I think that everything is an, I mean, it's history, right? So it's just an extension and it's started way back when, but it's like, I think, you know, and I've had this conversation with my mother-in-law and other educators because I always ask and, and Albert and I, of course, every year since Ava was in first grade kindergarten, like we're like, hey, what are y'all teaching her this year during Black History Month? Cause it is important. Like we yeah. want her to understand, especially cause she goes to a private school with like, there's not a lot of people that look like us there. So it's like, but what do we want them to learn in kindergarten? What do we yeah. want them to start learning in sixth grade? What do they need to, because just like when we were talking to our friends, they didn't learn the deep stuff like what you and I have learned until they went to college. Whereas like in our households, because we are being raised by black people, they're like, hey, this is also what you need to know. They're going to teach you this in school, but you also need to understand like Here's your people was about it. This is the history. Yeah, This is what happened, you know, but to your point, like, I think that we have to get deeper into things and really tell that whole story. Because yeah. then you ain't sitting in class in seventh and eighth grade watching Roots and like oh my gosh why would they be treating us like this it's like no let me take you back and tell you where how we got here you yeah because none
2: of us f- are from around these parts the white uh-uh. people stole it and they brought us over here and we didn't even want to be over here to begin with like our version mm-hmm. of slavery in Africa was different than what these Europeaners came over there talking about yeah so and I think like I hope to see our history taught like this in our lifetime, hopefully our children's lifetime, but you are literally talking about completely undoing a system. I think where they can at least start is stop highlighting history as white history. When we talk about colonization, like let's talk about the role Black people played in that, both positive and negative. It wasn't just Christopher Columbus and that's other Spaniard and like the French, like Africans played a role in that, whether they were fighting for their freedom, fighting with the natives, saying this is wrong, ha- how they got exactly. creative to, you know, ward off diseases that Europeans and Africans were bringing to the United States because you're literally combining three continents, right? So let's not just show white people on the forefront of quote unquote progress, if that's what we can call it when you're stealing other people's land, but show the role that natives played and, and black people played um, and not just highlight, you know, the slavery uproar in Haiti. Like, <laughs> like, stop it, stop it. Yeah. Um, because we played bigger roles than that. Um, yeah. And I think- but There's the reason- also
1: that, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say, because there's also the- the argument another argument i hear a lot is that we shouldn't be teaching kids about the division and about like slavery and that there's problems like i oh, guess absolutely we color should. but oh, i'm yes, like no 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 we if we're teaching history <laughs> you know we're what i'm saying but i have happens. heard that that argument and right the danger
2: from- in that is that yeah. we will repeat it if you go to germany i know right now there is um like a surge in white nationalism and the Nazi party and all of that in Germany. Uh, Right. Um, And I know a lot about this one because Mike is German, but I've always been fascinated. Like how as a nation, do you get to this point? Right. Um, But they are really, let's talk about the insurrection here. That's a whole different topic, (laughs) but like the Germans teach their kids from a very young age, like this is a stain on our history. We were on that bullshit this is why you don't need to do this shit again, right? So it is ingrained in them. And so as these pockets of Nazis rise up, they're starting to be, they're growing, but they very well know the history and they know how this ends for them, right? And so people can combat that because they've been educated. If we sugarcoat stains in our history, we're not empowering the next generation to stand up for that and to look forward and be like, okay, this is how this ended the last time we did this. Maybe we want to go about it a different way. Like, let's stop making the same mistakes.
1: Yeah. I think it's just the way in which it's being taught and what at what level and at what point it can be taught. And I mean, everybody tries to squeeze it into this one, the shortest month, but it's like, this has to be an ongoing thing, like Black History Year. Yeah. (laughs) black history
2: is history just like we say women's rights are human rights and human rights are women's rights black history is history and history is black history like you can't we've got to stop trying to separate the two one does not run you know consecutively to the other they coincide
1: oh this was deep girl we did get so deep oh i'm about to go have to uh change my shirt to my my (sighs) new
2: for everybody black yes (laughs)
1: no I live live
2: for for February anyways happy Black History Month people lots of love to you thanks for following our journey tell us about your Black family tell us about your Black family how are you celebrating Black History Month you better Mm -hmm. keep celebrating it in March
1: (sighs) yeah I mean I've been celebrating Black History for every day whole life no, it's just how it works. There we but, go. Um, but yeah, no, we this year because Ava is a little older and she's in sixth grade. We're gonna go to the school. We typically go try to go to school every year and volunteer to talk because it is not a lot of black parents. Look, um, but this year I've been like super about making sure like whatever they're teaching, even these little white kids, is you know, up to of par because yeah. they can't do the it's a private school, so they can't really talk Black Lives Matter, you know, type stuff the way that Black can Lives Matter is positioned. You can talk about the
2: civil rights movement, but you can't talk about Black Lives Matter. It's the same thing. It's a continuation.
1: Trust me, it's been an argument for me at this point. But I do understand just because of the way that the the language around what Black Lives Matter is become. I bet I hear nan person tricky. say
2: blue lives matter then or Girl, all lives matter. Not none. Hear,
1: not no a, lives matter. If no, no black
2: lives matter. None.
1: And that's so. why I'm like, we, we're not just we're that language just doesn't exist anymore. Okay, we're gonna in it at your school. We won't say it. But like, let me just we got to figure out how to it, tell you guys what is going on in the world right now and how black people are like, basically, we've Rising had to up. rise up
2: done with this and
1: i seen this quote the other day and i was like yes it was like how you and who said damn it i don't even want to say because i'm like i want to know exactly who said it but it basically was like we've had to pull up our bootstrap pull ourselves up by our bootstraps but we ain't even got no boots and i what? was like you know what that's the realest thing that i that i never seen because that's the right thing yeah it's like you're pulling yourself up without boots like you got to go get the boots find the boots <laughs>
2: And with all this magic, we do it every day.
1: Girl, yeah. What are y'all doing for Black History Month?
2: I'm dressing in my most fabulous African attire. Okay, girl. Um, I'm actually partnering with this amazing small boutique. I think she's out of Maryland.
1: I love that.
2: Um, She has this cute little line of headwear and cute kid outfits with gorgeous okay. African prince so Ari and I are gonna just dress up fabulous and embrace the African queens that we are we gonna eat some fried chicken um
1: you know we just gonna be
2: blackety black yeah. we don't do a lot of fried food so it might be grilled chicken but we gonna have some yams you know I don't really do greens I but you I'm know not we're like gonna do green beans cornbread
1: I make Caribbean food. That's Ooh, my life. I yeah, there's a really a good Caribbean of, like, spot. Jerk and peas and rice. And yeah, we're going to do that too. Oxtails. I'm not going to do that. Mm-mm. I might do some gumbo because, you know, that. I also love Creole. I could do that. Asian food. I can do that. I, can um, do that. I just got to get be, my roux right. Yeah. We're going to be eating black people, mm-hmm. family and food family that's the thing thing. coming together as a family so come together with you alls family y'all make some meals and y'all take some pictures and share we want to see little black families everywhere
2: all across the globe honey yeah all right bye people bye that's it for this week catch a new episode each sunday at 12 p.m central anywhere you can download pods or from our website notyourtokenblackgirl.com Follow the pod on IG at NotYourTokenBlackGirl. Follow Allie on Twitter at Ali underscore J and on Instagram at BasicAllie. And be sure to follow Crystal on IG at TheCrystalO.
0: You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. National Labor savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019.
1: Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie?
0: Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good.